Happy Friday. This is your first listen on the Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, inspiring, and empowering ladies like you all through support and networking. Uh, we do a variation of different things like community service. We have an international podcast like this one, business development workshops, you name it, basically do it. Um, we are known as the one-stop shop for empowerment. Um, and you are listening to the Women of Lynn Podcast, where I sit down um, with female entrepreneurs that are also known as W.O. Bosses to us all throughout the country and hopefully one day the world um, where I sit down with them and talk about their journeys of entrepreneurship and how it was for them and also the topic at hand. Um, so if this is your first ever listen on the Women Podcast and I do updates in the beginning of every single episode and we have three or four. So first and foremost, tamanilin.com, which is my personal website um, that I have outside of womanland.org has officially dropped. And in honor of my website dropping, um, I did do a Starbucks um, code type giveaway where I put um, some money on a gift card and you know I just put it out there and let everybody get coffee on me or tea. Um, you guys really loved it. Um, thank you all so much for resharing that flyer. Um, got a lot of pickup on my website, a lot of bookings, so I really do appreciate it. Um, that was just for everybody who's ever supported me or anything I was ever trying to do. Um, that simply, you know, if it came down to buying a ticket you bought it if it came down to reposting a flyer you did it um any any spectrum of supporting me I really just genuinely appreciate it um outside of Women of Lynn just with any of my endeavors I really do appreciate y'all so that was just something for you all to enjoy um and then um secondly we are down to only nine tickets for our upcoming workshop which is building a brand 101 for Women of Lynn um and as I said you ladies we have the um amazing B Garrett um as our special guest and it is on December 28th from 12 p.m to 2 p.m so if you want to start off 2020 strong with that business or brand this is the perfect workshop for you to attend and lastly it is finals week so by the time this episode drops and finals week will be over for some um next week um the following week may be your finals week if you're at a different type of university but i just want to wish all the students that listen to us i wish you all well um this may be a stressful time but know that it's only a week long and by the end of the week you know everything will be over all your stress will be done and you can go back to your normal life how it was before um the semester started so I wish you ladies well and as you ladies know we now have segments a part of our podcast we have a woman to watch of the week and an ask Samani question so I'm going to go ahead and start off with our woman to watch of the week her name is Carly J she is a publicist and a huge style enthusiast slash stylist she is the co-founder and CEO of PR agency MC Lux PR that focuses on representing those in the following fields fashion lifestyle or entertainment um, you can follow her Instagram at I am Carly J um, thank you so much for all that you do Carly um, if you guys know her personally you know that she is the sweetest person ever and to see her start her own brand 
that deals with PR. It's just beautiful to see. So please keep going with everything that you're doing, love. Um, You have women's support, as always. Um, So our Ask Tamani question of the week is, how do you manage your mentoring program with so many mentees? Um, This is a question not only asked by interested mentees that are now current mentees, but generally when I say I have 25 mentees, when I'm at events or speaking engagements or anything like that, they always ask me, how do you manage all of your mentees? Which can be, you know, a question that comes up a lot, you know, because I am one person, but... I do make time for each mentee that I have. Um, People don't realize that literally all it takes is time. You know, um, I always said when I started my mentoring program, I never wanted it to be a thing where I don't know who I'm mentoring. You know, I want to know each girl personally. I want to help them individually on their journeys of growth. I want to sit down with them one-on-one. That's why it's called a one-on-one mentoring program. And, you know, thank God it's grown so much within such a short amount of time. I only started this, I think, in April. And here we are now in December and I'm 25 girls in through a variation of states so I'm extremely thankful for that Um, but that's my answer to your question love thank you so much for asking me Um, I literally just make time for each and every girl that is a part of my program Um, but if I was not able to answer your question adequately as I always say with each question that we do in our segments um, you guys can reach out to me again via DM email or text however you reach out to me to ask me the question so we can continue the conversation if you want but let's go ahead and jump right into the topic um our topic of the week is impact over income and i wanted to have this podcast episode to talk about the difference of the two and why impact um is a little bit more important than income um, when starting out and of course we're going to get into it Um, but as you ladies know I have the best of the best W bosses every single episode and this is probably an episode that I've been the most excited for um, because this woman that I'm having as a guest um, I followed her a while you know on my personal platforms um And I've just seen her growth with her brand and how quickly it's grown and how many people she's able to impact um, on a regular. She's a millennial with hunger and ambition while she's creating a space for women like her to flourish. She's a creator of Educated Queen, which is an online powerhouse for black female entrepreneurs. She enjoys equipping her audience with tools and resources to build a timeless brand. And her hope is to see more black women create and express their individuality through their passion projects. So please welcome Miss Chanel, everybody. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for being on this episode, love. I'm excited for this one. I really, really love the topic, so I'm really, really excited for this. Thank you, thank you. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's get to know you. Who is Chanel? Where are you from? Where do you reside? Etc. You can go in depth if you want. Okay, so um, you know when I ask people this question, like, who are you? I always, they always respond with like what they do. So I'm going to try to answer this question how I would expect someone else to answer it and just talk about myself and not okay. what I do. So um, I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm, I love to travel. I love to eat. I'm a foodie. Um, I'm very spontaneous. I like to explore and just try new things. Um, I like to, you know, call myself a hustler because I usually go after everything that I want. Um, The things that I manifest, I really just kind of like work. So I'm a workaholic. Like I go after my passions and um, I guess I'm just like, a vibe like I would yes okay I would think of myself as a vibe you know my friends I'm very family and friend oriented I love my my peeps um 
And I think, you know, everybody that I meet, I feel like I leave some type of, like, good impression on or just might motivate them to chase after their their dreams and their goals. Um, I'm originally from Petersburg, Virginia. Um, I currently live in Richmond, Virginia. Um, I went to school in Charlotte, and I grew up a little bit in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I kind of been a little bit all over the place. very diverse but yeah that's that's me okay thank you so much for sharing yes come through hustler and a vibe we're here for it we are here for it so (laughs) tell us a little bit about your brand educated queen right when did you start why did you start and so on and so forth so educated queen is a online platform for black female entrepreneurs and we really just equip women um, with tools and resources to build a timeless brand. I started Educated Queen in 2016 um, when I graduated from college. I went to UNC Charlotte and I started it at the end of my college career. So I would like to say like the entrepreneur book kind of like hit me when I was, I want to school was our junior I started a mentoring organization called Divas on campus, and it actually still exists. So if anybody from USC Shaw is listening, that's a part of Divas, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I like to say that that kind of pushed me to create Educated Queen um, because I always had a passion to just kind of serve women um, and women that look like me. So that's kind of where and when I started it. With you saying that, you know, you wanted to empower and uplift women that look like you, what inspired you to do that specifically? You know, a lot of black women, you know, we always want to pour into other people. But when we pour into our own, it hits Mm -hmm. entirely differently, you know. So what made you want to target us specifically? That's a good point. Um, You know, like what you just mentioned, because I think it's important to pour back into your community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think we do that enough. I think there is a lot of like comparing and competing with each other and we don't really pour you know now it's becoming a thing you know but before it wasn't it wasn't like we were I guess there wasn't a space for us to make like these dope connections and stuff like that so I just wanted to create something that I've seen was missing when I was that age I you know a lot of my friends they had these plans after graduation like I'm gonna go to this job and I'm gonna work for this company but I just felt like I didn't want to be tied I guess into a a company like I knew that there was more creativeness to me and I wanted to explore it I just didn't know how Mm. so I wanted to create a space you know from something that I didn't see I wanted to create it Um, And that's what made me kind of target black women. I feel like we need that space. We need more spaces like that for us to express our creativeness and our um, individuality without being judged and kind of seeing other people that look like us do it. Um, It's just, I guess, representation. Mm. Representation matters. You know, you want to see women in these places. And I just wanted to create that, that whole thing. 
Yes. So many things, you know, you just said really like resonated with me, honestly, because I say this often, you know, when I go to different speaking engagements or I've said it a couple of times on the podcast or on our podcast that it's extremely important to create something in a market where you do not see it. Right. And when it comes to women, black women in particular, us, you know, before, like you said, it, we didn't have a lot of that. So, you know, having brands like Educated Queen to be out there and to just celebrate black women in particular, just pouring back into us and, you know, the community is extremely important you know that's why I feel like you've had so much success because you focused on pouring into your own first you know and I feel like more people should do that um so with that being said were you surprised at the amount of impact that you had once starting Educated Queen and also where did the where did the name come from I really like how Queen is spelled you know (laughs) QW tell us tell us a little bit more about that so the name okay so the educated part you know, when we, most of the time when I've heard um, just somebody being educated, we always associated with degrees or some type of like schooling they went to, or um, that's the kind of things that I've seen that we associated with. But I just knew, I just knew that being educated was more than putting pen to paper. It was, it was more than just, you know, reaching that destination. It was about the experiences that you acquire along the journey. And I just, you know, like being educated means a, a lot more things than just being uh, textbook smart. It means just for me or um, the people that I want to serve, it means like what when you travel, what did you experience? What did you learn? What knowledge did you gain? Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted people, I wanted to put a different approach to the word educated. Um, and that we ha- we all have something to contribute, you know, not just ones with degrees. And I have a degree, so this is not coming from somebody who doesn't have one. I have one, so it's not like I'm speaking from, you know, something, um, a biased approach. But right. I wanted to put a different or for other people to see a different approach um, from that word. Um, and then queen, you know, of course, like black women, we're queens. Um, and the W, it was just kind of like a play or a twist on queen. It wasn't anything like significant um, of how I changed the wording. But that's where the name came from. Um, and you asked me another question and I forgot. <laughs> I asked him, were you surprised at the amount of impact you had once starting Educated Queen? Yes, I was definitely surprised because when I was creating Educated Queen, I was literally at an interview for a call center job after graduation, like writing in my journal, like what I wanted to do, who I wanted to serve. Like this is all stuff that I wrote down, like wrote down in my journal. It was just really ideas. It was just me brainstorming. So when I put it out to the world, I was shocked. A lot of my first customers were my family and my friends. Um, So I had a lot of support from them. And also now they continue support. But just like even with this past Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I did the most sales I've ever done in, you know, a couple days. So it's still shocking. Like it's still surprising that people want to pour into Educated Queen um, and just support it. So I'm definitely still shocked. I'm definitely still shocked. Yes. Which you said, you know, you said you were, you created Educated Queen when you were working at a call center, right? 
That yeah. reminds me, I literally started Women of Lynn. I used to work at Forever 21. If you're an OG <laughs> listener, ladies, if you're an OG listener, then you know I used to work at Forever 21. And I was a cashier and I would literally have my little uh, green notebook. Even though I hate the color green, I had a little green notebook that was on like a dollar from Dollar General. And literally every time I went to work, I worked from like five to 10 after classes. Wow. And I would literally write down all of my ideas for Women of Lynn. I'm talking like, oh, we're going to do a podcast. Ooh, like you said, this wow. is who I want to serve. Ooh, we're going to be on Instagram, Twitter. And sometimes I've, you know, I've spoken about this on the podcast again. Sometimes your best ideas comes from some of your darkest places. You know, sometimes it comes yeah. from you working at that job that you absolutely hate and you yep. and you're forced to be put in situations like that to force you to level up. You know, I always I think every day if I was comfortable, I would have never made Women of Lynn. So I had to yeah. be forced to get uncomfortable to create my dream. And like you said, you know, when you have people pour into you as far as sales, as far as, you know, supporting you, it's so, so, so surprising, you know, because people don't know how much it takes to build a brand and to build a brand so much to the point where you have actual impact and you know that's going to that's going to carry you as far as income so which goes into my next question I want to go ahead and get into the topic right what's your take on impact over income which one do you think is more important and why definitely uh this is definitely impact because Mm -hmm. You know, of course, you want to think about income, and but chasing money, you won't get far. You won't get far. Like, you have to have some type of vision, a purpose, a reason. Like, what's your why? Um, so I think impact, like, how many people are you, you know, it, it makes no sense to be a leader if you don't have, if you don't create other leaders. Right. Not followers, but other leaders. So what type of impact? Are you having on people? What type of results are people um, getting from working with you, or what type of benefits um, that people are receiving? I, I, I'm all about impact. Mm-hmm. I'm all about impact. Of course, with income, like you don't just want to be out here making an impact and you're not getting the income. But I feel like when you make the impact, the income just follows. It mm. follows you. So you don't you don't follow it. It follows you. Absolutely. And I feel like when you start off with, you know, income, you won't see it for that long. You know, like you said, right. if you start off with the idea, you know, I'm gonna just make some money off this brand. People are going to catch on. People are going to realize, OK, I'm just pouring my money into this brand, but I'm not really getting anything from it. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to impact and you starting off with impact, the money will follow. Ladies, if you're yeah. listening to this and, you know, you feel like you want to focus on impact, but you're scared if you're going to make that income, just focus on your impact as long as you can. Hold on as long as you can. That impact income will come okay mm-hmm. like Chanel just said Black Friday I don't know what it was but when I, I was talking to all my boss friends you know we we're talking about our sales because that's what we do um you know on just regular conversation we all said that this Black Friday Cyber Monday was crazy it yes. was crazy I don't know like what it was because even last year you know we did Black Friday you know it went it went okay you know because it's our first yeah. little year of business it was all right but this year Listen, listen, yeah. it, it made me realize like this many people are, you know, watching what I'm doing. And when it comes yeah. to workshops and stuff like that, it's like we've had, girl, I'm telling you, we've had back to back to back workshops, even though I'm in school. And the fact that we're able to sell out every workshop, it makes, it genuinely makes you think as a business owner, like, wow, like I really have this type of impact. And I don't even have right. to worry about the income because I focus so much on the impact. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's why Educated Queen is so successful because you focus so much on your impact and your target audience that you have. You put, you focus on pouring into them that when it comes to income and Black Friday sales and different types of sales, you don't even have to worry. 
Exactly. Because they're going to come. Exactly. Exactly. They're definitely going to come. But, you know, personally, when it comes to support, which one do you think is more popular and why? Do you think, you know, impact, you know, varies when it comes between different industries and lanes like you know with hair fashion beauty um versus where you have to start off with income versus you know empowerment events and you have to worry about impact which one do you think you know is more popular between brands do you think more people start off with impact or do they start off with income i just think more people start off with income Mm -hmm. i really do because i you know with my personal brand i do one-on-one coaching and and I know for sure that most people start off with income. Just mm. the fact that I want to make money, but they don't know how. How are you going to make money? How? Man. Like, you know, they have no, they don't really have like a, um, a strategy behind it. It's kind of like, I know I want, I, I know I want this. And I think a lot of that comes from comparison on social media. And they might see this person has this or they might think a person has uh, a certain level of, I guess, um, just a certain level of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. <laughs> but they might just kind of compare their, their, their story to someone else that they see and they feel like they just need money to do what? To get on social media mm. and, and do what? And do what? <laughs> Be popular, because popular, you can be broke and be popular. I can help you be popular, but you won't be profitable. Right. So, mm. I think for a lot of, you know, and I think that's why they say a lot, a lot of small businesses fail within the first year or two, because they are just thinking about money. Man, I, I wish more people realized that when you start off, you're not going to see that much money no. when you start no. off. And because, you know, it starts with impact. That's why most yeah. businesses do not start off, you know, making money. You know, don't get me wrong. Of course, some businesses, they do start off making money if they're super strategic with it. But normally that first two years, you won't see anything unless you have that no. impact. You know, it takes time to Already. build a relationship, you know, with your audience. It takes time to build that impact and connection connection with a person in order for them to trust you and spend money on you so like you said a lot of people start off with you know oh I'm gonna make somebody that no sis it's not gonna work like that it's not I promise you it's not you know it's good to have goals but it's not gonna work out when I tell people that I just like I started uh, Educated Queen in 2016 and like this year or last year was the first year of me being profitable they like what like Mm. Yeah, because everything that I made for my business, guess what? I invested it back into my business. Every little dime I invested back into my business. Like, there's a difference between just getting sales and being profitable. There's a difference. There's, mm. And then people have to learn about, like, money management, too, because you can make sales and go spend it on a bag. And Oof. then you have nothing to invest in your business. And now you're looking crazy. Ooh, girl, that's a whole nother episode. Girl, <laughs> okay? <That's- laughs> now don't get started. that's a whole nother episode but when it comes to income you know like you said a lot of people start off with that and then when they do and when they start to see that income coming in they they think oh i'm gonna go buy me some balenciagas i'm gonna go buy me a bag no sis and you have zero dollars in your bank account for your business so it's important (laughs) it's important when you have that impact and you begin to see that income please manage that income Please see it because if you if you have that good process, like, okay, I have the impact, I see my income.
um, you know, I see it coming in. You need to keep that cycle going. It doesn't yeah. mean get big headed once you get your income, which is also a whole another podcast episode. Yeah. Don't get yeah. big headed once you see that income and you and you forget about the people that you impact. You forget about the people that supported you when you begin to see your business growing. Don't forget about those people that were with you when you started. Um, yeah. A lot of the girls that attend my workshops, you know, that purchase from me that I noticed have, you know, supported me from the beginning. I always give them free stuff. I'm always like, girl, come out to this workshop. I'll give you a free ticket. You know, think about those people that supported you when you all you had was impact. That's all you had to bank on. So with me personally, I think a person should start off with impact. And then you will gradually see that income. It may not be a year. It may not be two years. Hell, it may not even be three years, but you will get there. You know, it's all a process. I tell all of my mentees and my business clients, it is all a process, ladies. You know, nobody starts off, you know, the first six months to a year just going hard with impact. And then they see that income. If you do, God bless you. That's great. But it's not like that for everybody, you know, and it's okay. It's okay to not see it right now, but you will get there, love. You will get there. So, which goes into my next question, which one did you start off with? Did you start off with impact or did you start off with income and then you began to see, you know, that impact? Let's talk a little bit about that. I I definitely started with impact. You know, my my whole goal was to, you know, just build my tribe. Like, I wanted women like me um, to pour into. That's what I know. I know what I needed to do. Like I knew that I needed to build a tribe and build an audience and just build, um, a community. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to connect with people, um, on more than just, um, anything like more than just money or more than them just purchasing my things. I wanted to really like genuinely get to know who I was serving and what they wanted. I wanted to know what their challenges was. I wanted to know their pain points. Um, And that helped me along the way, just kind of curate things that they would need. You know, I wanted to get inside. I wanted them to trust me since you have to build like the no like trust factor. And so I got to know them and then I began to do things so they can trust me. Um, whether that's just kind of getting their emails and sending them things or um, following up with them after they purchase, um, just kind of being there when they needed me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely started with impact first. I'm really big on just like customer service, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I follow, you know, brands that have like awesome customer service. Um, and I just kind of admire that. Like that's what makes me go back to buy more. Um, so I kind of want to follow that model uh, keeping my customers that have already purchased, just making sure I'm taking care of them and not focusing on new, um, you know, new people that, that uh, I mean, of course you want to focus on that too, but focus on the people that's been, like you said, rocking with you for day one and making sure you're taking care of them. Absolutely. It's like a balance. You know, you have to take right. care of the people that supported you from get, but also the new people that you want to support you. That's just like, yeah. for instance, I'm going to use a good example, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, yeah. sometimes their food don't even be hitting like that. But then yeah. I remember I'm that nasty. <laughs> it's very nasty. It's nasty, but I'm going to go back because I like hearing it. My pleasure. Have a great day. You know, people, yes, people remember that. People remember that. I remember one time I ordered, this may be a little off topic. It may not be, but it's okay. <laughs> But I remember one time, it was a couple weeks ago, I ordered from Chick-fil-A, I ordered from the little mobile app. I had like two large fries, I had like multiple different things because I was ordering for a couple people. I picked up my order and I think it was like 
two fries left out the bag but the lady oh was God. so nice to me and she gave me all these extra sauces she was asking me how my day was how am I doing like just just asking how I am as a person I didn't even go back I didn't even make no fuss I was like you know what she was too nice she was too nice well, and you, people you think about that about the whole problem <laughs> like oh yeah like that was I did have an issue but they treat you so they they take care of their customers yes they and they focus on their impact Yes, and that's why a lot of people say follow the Chick Fil A model. Like, what is that? Their customers, they literally have a model, like a whole strategy about customer service. It goes way beyond, like, I mean, McDonald's and Chick Fil A. Kind of look at that comparison, right? It's just, it's awesome. It's great. Whew, that's a whole nother podcast topic. But <laughs> what are some tips you have for any W bosses listening that have a business and aren't um they're they are being fueled off of impact, you know, they're passion driven, but aren't yet seeing income. You know, I spoke about that, you know, a few minutes ago, not too long ago, and I was like, you know, it's okay to focus on the impact at first and it's okay to not see that income just right now. What's some words of encouragement you can give to those ladies that are currently in that space with their business? Honestly, I would just say to be consistent. Be consistent. You may think, like, people are not watching you or seeing you, but there are people that's watching you, and they're waiting to invest in your business. It takes people, I think research says, about seven to ten times for you to really engage with them, to for them to actually um, feed into your, your business or your brand. So it takes people a while to warm up to you. But just keep going, like, keep putting things out there, keep, like, uh, creating dope content, keep connecting with your, your audience and engaging, and just be consistent. Don't don't be the ones that just create an Instagram page and t- say you have a business. No, ma'am. That's not going to work. Like, you have to be consistently reaching out to your customers um, and just put putting stuff out there, putting things of value out there. that you know that your customers need so my I know it's just cliche you probably hear being consistent all the time but honestly like do it every single day and if your brand or your business does not motivate you to get up and do something for your business every single day you might have to pivot a little bit if you Mm. don't have that motivation in the beginning and the drive when you're not seeing results you may have to pivot a little bit so that that's my advice. Mm, I told y'all she was amazing, y'all. Did y'all hear those gems? Did you hear those gems? I told y'all she was amazing. Thank you for that, love. Thank you for the words oh of encouragement. God. So yeah. being that we are in the last month of 2019, right? Mm-hmm. What are some goals that you have for 2020 as far as educated queen and yourself? Wow. I, I just It's crazy because I've just kind of like wrote down like the things that I want to manifest. Um, so I just actually for Educated Queen, I put out a workbook recently. Um, but I think in 2020, um, what I don't think, but I know the Educated Queen will become an online membership. So I'm not sure what exact like month that would be, but it will be an online membership that uh, will be just filled with a load of uh, resources and tools for new business owners or not even new people with businesses that are kind of like lost in the clarity. Um, so it'd be like checklists, um, webinars, courses, just everything um, in that, that membership. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Also, too, uh, we'll be putting out more digital products 
for our audience to just to help them along the way in their journey. Um, and that's pretty much the two big things that I want for Educated Queen in, in 2020 and also just more merchandise um, so you guys can be inspired through your journey. Uh, right now, we just we still have shirts, but I'm looking to do hoodies and hats um, and some stationary items to, um, you know, for new business owners to be encouraged to their journey. So, yeah. Yes, we love to see it. Well, I wish yeah. you all the best in the new year. And, ladies, she just pushed um, pushed out, a, uh, I think it's an ebook called Content Planning or Content Creation. No, Listen. It's, um, it's about Instagram engagement. Instagram <laughs> engagement. Okay, I knew it was something around those lines. But, ladies, she just put out um, an Instagram engagement. I think it's an ebook, right? Yes, yeah, like ebook slash workbook. It's got a few templates in there for you to to work on. But yes, overall it's an ebook. And I heard it was amazing. So ladies, yes. if you have the time, please go to her website and please go purchase that ebook because I heard through multiple, multiple, multiple people that it is a lifesaver. So please, yes. I don't care how much it is, after you listen to this episode, please go buy it. It's <laughs> please only $10, go. Y'all. It's oh. only ten dollars. If you cannot invest ten dollars into your brand. We have to have a conversation. We got to have a convo, sis. It's only $10. But with that being said, where can our ladies of Lynn Listening find you all? You know, with your website, what are your socials, business and personal? Let us know. Yeah, so um, Educated Queen is Educated Queen on Instagram. It's a W instead of a U in the Queen. Uh, my personal uh, Instagram handle is underscore Chanel Ashley, and that's C H A N E L L E. Um, and then all the links to our website is in our bio, so you guys want to just click that. If you want to check us out or check out the ebook, check out some of the merch that we have right now. Yes, but thank you so much, love, for being on this episode. Um, and thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the Wimbledon Podcast, where I sit down with female entrepreneurs all across the country and someday, hopefully, the world um, on their individual journeys of growth, being an entrepreneur. Um, you ladies will hear me next week um, with a special guest only on the Wimbledon Podcast. You guys can listen to us at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, any podcast listening platform there is. We are thankful now on um but once again thank you Chanel for being here and thank you for having me you're so welcome I wish you all the best thank you you're so welcome bye ladies have a great weekend